Hello and welcome to the Bob Edwards Show for Monday, April 15th. Bill Beck was one of the most colorful characters in the history of baseball. He was the man who planted the ivy on the walls of Chicago's Wrigley Field and introduced the famous exploding scoreboard across town at Comiskey Park. Beck was the man who signed Larry Doby to integrate the American League after earlier trying to buy the Philadelphia Phillies and make them an all-black team. Paul Dixon celebrates this innovator in his book titled Bill Beck, Baseball's Greatest Maverick. And later in the hour, Way to Blue, a CD tribute to the music of Nick Drake, a British folk artist who died in 1974. I'll talk with Drake's former producer, Joe Boyd. The phrase sports entertainment is commonplace in today's media landscape, but it wasn't always so. Of the major professional sports in America, that is to say, excluding professional wrestling, one name stands out as the most flamboyant, bombastic, and creative owner of them all. William Lewis Vec Jr. was born in Chicago a few months before the outbreak of World War I. He started out working for his hometown Chicago Cubs and eventually owned part or all of the Milwaukee Brewers, Philadelphia Phillies, Cleveland Indians, Chicago White Sox, and the St. Louis Browns, known today as the Baltimore Orioles. Paul Dixon is the author of Bill Vec, Baseball's Greatest Maverick, and we began our conversation by discussing the father of our protagonist, Bill Vex Sr., yes. who was a sports writer and would hang with Ring Lardner, who became a magnificent short fiction writer, and Hugh Fullerton, who broke the Black Sox scandal. Yeah. So tell me about Vex Sr. Vex Sr. was a guy who uh, originally meant to be a newspaper man. He loved the, loved the newspapers, loved that world. He was on the... The newspapers that they made movies like the front page about the guys with the fedoras and you know the the press pass stuck in the uh, in the brim of their hat. He was very good. He had a real eye for what was wrong. He had an eye on. He thought there was something wrong with the 1918 World Series. That was the one, not the famous, infamous one, but the 1918 World Series, which was the Red Sox versus the Cubs. He wrote. He suggested that something was so radically wrong there might have been a fix in. And when the Wrigleys took over the Cubs, they brought him in as in 19, late 1919 as the um, president of the Cubs. And in 1920, um, he spotted something wrong. He, sp he found a gambler, was got tipped that a gambler was trying to fix one of the Cubs games. And